Welcome to Pop Sugar Rush. Before we begin, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we're recording and pay respects to elders past and present. Pop Sugar Rush is brought to you by Prime Video. Sign up to watch all the series and movies you'll love, like the new season of The Summer I Turn Pretty or the steamy Spanish hit movie My Fault. Hello, welcome back to Pop Sugar Rush, your place to fill up on everything pop culture faster than I can say. Good for you, Sophie Turner. Oh, <laughs> be free. <laughs> wow, okay, I feel like we're already getting into it. We've already... only been on mic for like 10 <laughs> seconds. I've said what I said, and we'll touch back later. How are you, Star? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm great. We just had a little incident where a pen kind of exploded in the studio, and the spring came out, and some little piece, piece of plastic hit me in the face. It was definitely like a Joe Jonas, like with a Jackson <laughs> voodoo doll, like, said what? He <laughs> said what? <laughs> Everything is because of Joe Jonas. It's true. Mr. Perfectly, I'm not fine. Mr. Perfectly, no. Jawbreakers, bits from the internet that made us OMG IRL. Star, I have a question for you. Yes. And it's about famous people. It's my and favourite all... kind of question. True. <laughs> Do you prefer it when famous people are like, try to be relatable or try to be like, quote, a normal person? Or do you prefer it when they, like, are self-aware that they're famous? Uh, look, I think I prefer the self-awareness because one thing I, I that agree. gives me the ick when it comes to celebrities is when they really try to be relatable. Like, I think Kylie Jenner is kind of giving us those vibes on TikTok at the moment where she's doing these little just chatting in my car. Like, I'm just a normal, regular girly. And it's like, babe, you're Kylie Jenner. Literally a billionaire. <laughs> there is nothing normal about you. Um, the reason I bring this up is because I have a two-for-one jawbreaker <gasps> today. One of which I've had planned since last week. One of which I saw this morning. And it's two sides of the same coin. Okay. This is a headline from Outkick.com. Did content queen Dua Lipa fake grill shrimp for clout and investigation? Dua Peep. Dua Peep. <laughs> have you seen the video in question? I have not seen it. Okay. So Dua Lipa famously does not have a home because she's always out holidaying on some gorgeous island. Yes. And a video was posted of her. I don't know if she posted it or if someone else posted it of her, but she's at like a barbecue and there are like a mountain of prawns on it. <laughs> and she's like just grilling it like in her bikini, like looking hot. And then like all the comments were like, babe, the grill's not on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> No way. <laughs> And it was just like, wait, why is she doing this? Is this an attempt to seem relatable? Uh, like, why would it be posted? You know what would have been, like, more relatable if she was actually peeling the prawns? You know at Christmas how you have to, like, rip the heads off and, and like, pull the poo out? out? Yeah, come on, Dula Peep. That would have been much more relatable I to know. see. I <laughs> know. Not in your, like, gorgeous, like, private villa, like, fake grilling shrimp. <laughs> we know you have a private chef. Let's be serious. Oh, my God. But on the other side of the coin, I saw this. And this is a tweet from my favorite Twitter account of all time, Pop Crave. Robbie Williams writes lengthy social media posts about the time he defecated his pants on stage due to food poisoning. <laughs> this is unprompted. No one told him to say this. <laughs> I was in the precarious, this is a quote, I was in the precarious position of not being able to trust a fart, which was unfortunate <laughs> because that's what I need to do during my opening song, Let Me Entertain You. As I'm sure you can imagine, it didn't remain just a fart. But ever the pro, I retained my composure and committed to the performance 100%. 
That is a relatable celebrity. Okay. That is someone who's right. like, here I am on tour performing probably to like a stadium of people, but I am not safe from pooing my pants. No, and no one is. Like a shard attack can get us all. <laughs> However, I didn't need to know that, Robbie Williams. <laughs> What do we think prompted him to kind of bring this information to the public? Was it another sharding attack what I potentially? Was just and it's like it just brings you back. He's standing there walking down coals in the aisle trying to find some chippies to take <sighs> home. And then he's like, oh, will I trust a fart this time? And it's just tra- transported back onto the stage. Let me entertain you. Here's a fart, but it's actually a shot. Robbie Williams' new album name. Can I trust a fart? <laughs> but I. Don't like when celebrities try to be relatable because they're not. They're like you're just not. Yeah, that well, that's like in one of the recent seasons of the Kardashians. It was Kylie and I think Chris. They went to like a local grocery store and they were like, "Oh my god, going grocery shopping is so fun!" And the response from that was like, "They're just cosplaying as like poor or just just as normal oh my god, people," which is a real thing. I saw yeah. someone on the weekend who like was dressing up like they were just like super ragged. Actually, segue was it by any chance Justin Bieber? <gasps> That was very smooth. <laughs> yeah. She's a professional. Um, no, I don't think Justin Bieber was at the Newcastle Farmer's Market. Um, but please carry on, he just could... in case he might have been. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's because he was busy supporting his wife, Hayley Bieber, at the mm-hmm. launch Heard of her, of her new road skin strawberry glazed product. <sighs> no. And I've got, a, I've got a little headline for you as well. And um, you'll probably be able to guess where the headline's from just by me reading it out. Justin and Haley raise eyebrows with very different outfit choices. They are never dressed for the same event. <laughs> that is from the Daily Mail. <laughs> That's a full headline. <laughs> I know you have to like take God, a deep breath afterwards. God bless the Daily Mail, truly. Okay, so in case you missed it, like we just mentioned, Haley is launching a new product for her brand, Road, and it's all like strawberry glaze themed. So she is in this stunning red strapless mini dress, very like Margot Robbie Barbie press tour esque. That little, yeah. just gorgeous. She looks amazing. It's the type of dress that, like, if she wore it to like the Oscars or like something, it would be like the dress. Yeah, yeah, it is. She looks stunning as always. So there's all of these clips that have emerged of her getting out of the van, and she's like, she's just, she's just giving cool, sexy vibes Mm -hmm. as soon as As she she walks out. And then Justin gets out behind her, and he is wearing trackies. Essentially, Mm -hmm. he's in his sweats. He's got a matching set of a grey hoodie, grey kind of like three quarter tracky pants. Not a vibe. And then a cap over the top of his hood and Crocs. Now, look, here at... Pause. A cap over the top of his hood. Yeah, a cap over the hoodie. I I don't know if that's like his signature thing. Is it? That's insane. Yeah. He looks ridiculous. He looks ridiculous. Not relatable. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually pissing myself at reading all of the comments on TikTok about this. Someone said Justin is in his Adam Sandler era. (laughs) You know how... how, The disrespect to Adam Sandler. I know. Adam Sandler. Just like so, that's like his whole stick, right? Is just like wearing whatever he wants, and it's kind of a thing. But Justin, like, come on! It looks like for those who haven't seen the picture, I encourage you to find it online. But to give you a visual, Mariah Carey's video for Obsessed. Wow. Obsessed was written about Eminem. Yes, thank you for taking me back there. What and her dressing up as Eminem, which first of all, celebrities do not beef like they used to. <laughs> but her dressing up as Eminem is exactly the inspiration for Justin's life. Yeah, okay, vibes. It's so- also giving, like, year five student at the shops. 
after school. It's giving when you sleep over at your friend's house on a Saturday night after like hitting the clubs and you have to go home on a Sunday morning and you're like walking with your heels on, but like they're not really on properly. And you are just fanging for a hash brown. Oh yes, absolutely. Maybe he was, maybe that was him. (laughs) But I would love to know, do we think celebrity couples should be expected to give off similar vibes with their style? No, but I do think that if Haley's dressing up gorgeously for her event, for her product, then Justin could at least put on a pair of pants. Like, we are truly asking below the bare minimum. Like, you look at Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, right? First of all, the two objective best-looking people on the planet. (laughs) But you will never see them, like, obviously Rihanna's always going to look the best because it's Rihanna and she will always look the best in any room she's in. But ASAP Rocky's still going to, like, do his own thing. Like, he's a fashion guy. He's going to do his own thing. He's going to dress up. But not take away <clears throat> attention from her. Yeah. What and Justin has done is dressed so poorly that he's taken away attention from how gorgeous Haley looks. Yeah. And by extension, the product and the event, which she's probably really proud of. Yeah, and that's it. He's kind of like taken over all of the headlines that are now coming out about this event. And I just don't think that that's fair. Like, we know what JB is capable of as well. He's, he's a cool guy sometimes, but this is just ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. do better. And that kind of seems to be the general vibe online about pe- what people are saying as well. Like, people are just annoyed. Um, I did see a really good meme, though, on Twitter as well about it. It says, when you tell her you're taking her out to eat, but you don't tell her where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, when no one sends a message in the group chat of like, hey, what's everyone wearing? Uh, yeah, oh my, oh my God, true. The Spoonful, serving up a taste of what everyone's streaming. Let's chat interactive movies because they are allegedly a thing. <laughs> it's like, Did anyone ask for them? I don't think so, but here we are. Do we like the vibe. Look, it just takes me back to the Goosebumps books that I used to read in primary school of choose your own adventure. And like it builds and it builds and it builds and it's like, go to this page if you think this should happen. Does that translate into movies? Not sure. Is is it kind of like reminding me also of the 3D movie era where it was like, this is the most exciting thing. It's going to revolutionize cinema and film. No, no, no. That is the only one that Okay, things are about to get really heated in the studio. (laughs) But second, um, absolutely agree. Never asked for this, never wanted it. It's never good. Choose Love. It is on Netflix right now. It's doing really well. Uh, It stars Laura Marano of Austin and Alley fame. And Avin Jogia, who played Beck the Hot One on Victorious. (laughs) And plays the Hot One in this film just as well. He has range. He has the range. (laughs) And it also features some other actors. (laughs) Um, Essentially... For those who haven't seen the film, it's an interactive rom-com where viewers can choose who the main character, whose name is Cammie, she's a recording engineer living in LA, in her own beautiful house, by the way. Yeah, iconic. <laughs> Many questions. Um, you get to choose who she ends up with. So to break it down, she has her boyfriend of three years, Paul, who is about to propose to her. <gasps> Messy. but well, Paul's a bit of an ick, just going to yeah, say. Yeah, like he's not, I don't think anyone people. Um, but then, uh, by, by chance, she reunites with this uh, guy, Jack, who I believe she knew in high school. She calls him the one that got away. Yes. And he was off, quote, in Guatemala saving the world. <laughs> <laughs> that is a direct quote from the film. Um and he's like really happy, really happy to meet her, really happy to see her again. Sorry, and you know he's really into her. And then she goes to work. She's talking about sort of how like she's the best 
one at the studio at what she does, but she gets stuck with doing like heartburn jingles and stuff like that. But British rock star Rex. <laughs> Rex, what a name. Like, incredible. Um, is in the studio and she sort of by chance, ends up working with him, and they have a connection. This is all happening in the same day, pretty much, as well, same, by the like, way. four hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, it has been a wild time for this girl. Um, and you are uh, presented with a, lots of choices, actually, throughout this film. I actually kind of wish there was less. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I've, I've got a bit of a gripe when it comes to interactive movies, okay. and that is I can never find my remote. I never know where my remote is. So yes. it's like, quick, the little timer thing's going at the bottom of the screen. I'm like, it's shoved down the side of the couch cushion. Yeah. And then it automatically chooses one for you. No. And also, I was watching it last night. And you can't pause it. And I was cooking dinner. <gasps> and I'm like, cutting chicken. Am I going to risk cross-contamination and getting salmonella just to choose Rex or Paul? Did you? I did. I washed my hands <laughs> and I quickly ran out. <laughs> because I'm doing it for the plot, okay? Well, exactly. Who did your cami end up with? Okay, so you said no one chose Paul. I actually chose Paul because oh I low-key started to feel bad for him. At the start, I, I was absolutely like, felt I was bad like, ill Paul is literally so annoying. And then I was watching it and I was like, oh no, now I feel bad for him because she kissed someone else when they were... T- well, I mean, I made her kiss someone. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> True. I guess we take away characters' autonomy. <laughs> do we? Do we think it's like a reflection of like the people that we like? It's it's these things that we can't act out in our own lives. So maybe we're like, oh, we're just gonna Ooh. like poke this button and see what happens. Just saying, whoever's in charge of my interactive life movie, <laughs> can you keep? Can you maybe start choosing some good options yeah. for me because because I don't know what's going on lately. <laughs> um, I ended up with Jack. Oh, the saving the world. Not who I wanted to end up with and not who I thought I was going to end up with. <laughs> so essentially, look, spoilers for Choose, choose Love. I didn't like Paul, but she was objectively a bad girlfriend. So I was like, well, just you've gone this far with Rex now. Just go the line. And then a situation comes up where I was like, no, I actually can't have her do that because Rex is kind of an idiot, yeah. a fool, etc." And then... Because I said no to this Rex thing, it was like, well, I guess I'm with Jack now. Kiss, code of credits. The and I end. was like, so abrupt. Hello. And okay, so she's an audio engineer in the film as well, the main mm. character. Remember in the 2000s, all the early 2000s rom coms, it was all about like the journalists, like Andy Anderson. I just want to make it. Yes. Do we think that these like audio engineers is that kind of like the new popular trope that everyone's going to be going for? I wonder if our recording engineer is like a star of his own rom com. Oh my God, <gasps> Ethan. Oh, okay, wow. <laughs> we will we will revisit. Um, but this is not Netflix's first foray into interactive um, television, I guess. But Netflix started the year with an interactive series called Kaleidoscope. You haven't watched it? I haven't watched Kaleidoscope. So it's essentially like a heist thriller. And it's got Giancarlo Esposito, who's the amazing and the best. Um, but the interactive element is that you get to choose which order you watch it in. Mm. Which sounds cool. (laughs) But it sucks. But in reality, all the episodes are just setting up different points in the timeline. Right. So you can kind of just watch it in whatever order you want for it to make sense. And the order that makes the most sense is chronological. (laughs) (laughs) Thereby defeating the purpose of the show. Do you have an example like that you've been thinking of where you've watched a TV series and it's happened as it was written and you're like, no, I wouldn't have done that. I would have done this. Ooh, do you have one? I certainly do. <laughs> and it's definitely not, it's definitely not uncontroversial. Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert coming for Game of Thrones, a show that ended like five years ago. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the way they did my girl Daenerys. Yeah. Was famously trash. And that is 
kind of what everyone thinks. However, if I had, I don't know if it had gone the way I wanted it to, if that inherently makes it like a better story. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. And that's why I don't like this interactive stuff. It was like, no, give me the plot and then I can decide whether I like it or whether I don't like it. Fill in the blanks kind of vibes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't leave it to me to choose. Because if I, again, if it was truly up to me, Cammy would be like, Hitting up the clubs to like 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things would have gone very downhill for Cammy because I'm a sadist and would have been like. <laughs> Imagine if they made really like popular, divisive shows interactive. Say, for example, without giving spoilers, the summer I turned pretty, right? We've got Team Conrad, we've got Team Jer, Jer- yeah. Jeremiah, and we said Jeremy. What do you think would happen if it was like choose your own adventure? Well, it also like ruins. Not ruins, but I guess it would like it would impact the fandom, yeah, right? Because true. you don't have an objective thing to work towards, and I feel like an objective plot makes for better subjective reactions to the show. And being frustrated with characters as well is kind of like yeah, what keeps you stuck in there. Like one thing that comes to mind for me as well is the is the Ozark is Ozark as well. Yes made me so angry in the later seasons, like watching some of the choices that the characters made, but it's like what fuels your fire. He's like, oh, Wendy, I'm so angry at you, but do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Pop Sugar Rush is brought to you by Prime Video. They've got everything from award-winning movies to smash hit series like the new season of The Summer I Turn Pretty and romantic comedy Red, White and Royal Blue. And the best part? You can watch it all on your favourite devices. Start your 30-day free trial today by visiting primevideo.com. Here are this week's rushes and crashes. It is time for our rushes and our crashes, the things that made us feel good and warm and happy inside, and the things that made us feel the exact opposite in the pop culture landscape. We are way too dramatic as well, so our, we overreact to everything. Way too dramatic. Everyone's reading this headline and be like, oh, that's cool, and where it's like, no, this is my entire personality for the day. <laughs> Okay, my rush this week. Are you a Gleek? Did you watch Glee at all? Okay, growing so up? I watched the first. <laughs> I watched like the first, uh, maybe like three quarters of the first season, and the story I'm about to tell you is 100 percent real. I used to watch it because it would come on after MasterChef. Wow! And also, I- I'm literally like maybe 13. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an adult. Very young, but I was all about my MasterChef. Um, and I would watch it. I was like, oh, this is fun. This is fun. I have vivid memories of, um, I think his name was Kurt. Yes. Uh, Chris Colfer's character. And he was like, it's just a moist towelette. <laughs> <laughs> vivid memories of that. Don't know if that had any holding to the plot. Um, but then they did a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody that I thought was atrocious. <laughs> and then I swore off it for good. <laughs> okay, fair, 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 fair. Were you a Gleek? <laughs> well, I was like more of a casual viewer of Glee. But yeah. I, what I do know is that the general vibe is that people adore this show. A lot. There's a big population of people who absolutely love it. And yeah. the reason I bring this up is because Leah Michelle, who of course was one of the stars mm. of Glee, ha- is wrapping up her role in Funny Girl on Broadway. Yes. Now, this is particularly special because there is one storyline in Glee when she was on the show where she performs 
a song from the film adaptation of Funny Girl. So everybody is all so ex- like is so excited to see her in this role on mm-hmm. Broadway as it is. And there was also lots of drama about her yes. getting the role. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's been this whole kind of story. She's wrapping up her role on Broadway, and then she actually did like a bonus little extra song as well at the end of oh. the show. And she quoted Everyone's like getting ready things. to leave, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm loving seeing is the comparison between when she was on the show Glee, and then she's now standing on this Broadway stage. And it's such like an emotionally charged performance Mm. and all of the comments are like, my little Gleek heart can't handle this. And it's just so amazing. Do you think she did it um, for the Glee fans? Because that's where, I think that's still probably why most people associate her. I would, I would definitely say so. Yeah. Yeah. And she also posted this beautiful TikTok that was, yeah, a mix of like her in the Broadway on the stage and everything. And then the bits and pieces of her on the show in Glee. And it's like a real dream come true. So that's that's why it's my rush. It's really beautiful. really really wholesome. wholesome. And I feel like. My crush is going to anger a lot of people. <gasps> I love this. My crush is the Taylor Swift Eras movie. That's your crush? That's my crush. I've said it. I've said it. I'm not mad that she's doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, Taylor Swift, let's be real. If Taylor Swift is about anything, it is about her money. Mm-hmm. And she is always like, where's the next opportunity to make a million dollars? Um, and she is a game changer. She's a groundbreaker. She's an icon, a legend, she that Wendy Williams gift. She's all of that. But the Eras movie is pro- – one part of me is like, no, this is a good opportunity for people who missed out on the tour to see the film because – or to experience the tour because they – it's famously hard to get into. Like, there were crowds and crowds of people outside stadiums. In the car park, like thousands of people. It feels like Beatlemania. Mm. Not that I was alive for that, but, it, like, I would <laughs> – like, oh, it's so relatable. I know. I'm actually 75. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but it feels like akin to it. Yes. But I also feel like that for us as Australians who, you know, we are getting the Euros tour. Did you get tickets? Yeah, I did. Yes. Oh, I did not. Yeah. Maybe oh. that's why you're salty about them. Well, yeah, maybe I'm just bitter. <laughs> um, but now, like, this movie, will clips of it will eventually make its way online because that's just the nature of the internet. We're going to have, like, the tour spoiled for us in HD. And I'm like, oh, why not wait till the tour's done to do it? But do you think do you think we should care about tour spoilers or am I just being dramatic? Uh, look, I think... Both things can be true, by the way. Uh, the, the other <laughs> side of this as well that I think about is maybe it makes the Aeros tour more accessible to people who couldn't afford true. to get tickets. So, you know, yes. I mean, how much is a bloody movie ticket these days? Probably like $26. Yeah. But your kind of base entry-level ticket to go to the Aeros tour is a couple of hundred bucks. The so, VIP ticket, the, the most VIP tickets yeah. to the Swift tour were like $1,300. I have seen a few TikToks of people who apparently have avoided spoilers throughout this whole time and they're attending wow. her concerts in America and it's like their are they also are filming... like riding in cave paintings <laughs> <laughs> on the cabin that they live in wow. how have they they're done that they're communicating by carrier pigeon <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> okay so my crash for this week involves Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner and you have already mentioned Sophie Turner at the top of this episode my thoughts have been known <laughs> so we have got divorce speculation there's a couple of rumours surprising I was shocked yes to be so it was TMZ that got the scoop on this as per correct me if I'm wrong yes we love it um Apparently, they've been seen without their wedding rings. They've <gasps> sold their home in LA. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, didn't you? No, I did not know. Aren't you a journalist? Uh, <laughs> 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 I 
drag. You just witnessed a murder live on the podcast. And, okay, I just want to say a few things. One thing that really annoyed me about the general vibe of the article is the the picture that they were trying to paint of Sophie Turner. So the mm, article said yeah. things like, Joe Jonas has been caring for his children while he's on tour. And it's like, yeah, he's a father. Like, you, <laughs> when you are a father, that's literally, like, you got to care for your kids. Your one job as Whereas a Whereas it's like, you know, if it was the mother, the woman in the relationship, she, you know, you have to go to work, you have to do all of these things. It's mm-hmm. like just expected. But when Joe Jonas does it, it's like, oh, he's such a doting father. I know, the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Look at him in his grey hoodie with a cap over it and three quarters. Yes, <laughs> I guess my, my thoughts on it is that, like, Sophie Turner, she's been famous since she was young. Yes. Like, Game of Thrones, like, she was a child when mm-hmm. she started acting in that show. But then she... And t- towards the tail end of that, I think she was 19 when she got together with Joe Jonas. She's yeah. 26, 27 now. In that space of time, she's gotten married and had two children. Yeah. And she's been in the spotlight since she was a child. I'm like, oh, where's the where's the, where's the time to like experience life? And I, this isn't me trying to sort of dictate what she does. Like She should do whatever makes her happy. But I'm also like, you know what? Have some time away. Let Do your own thing. Yeah. Because she seems... A, she seems really funny. She's a really funny person. But she also just seems like a young... Going back to what we were talking about before, she kind of seems a little relatable. Yeah. Um, At least with her personality and her approach to things. And I think she sort of shuns celebrity in her own little cool way. I loved when... Taylor Swift re- released her Fearless album and Sophie Turner shared to her story the song Mr. Perfectly Fine, which Iconic. is famously about Joe Jonas and said, it's not, not a bop. So good. <laughs> Iconic. But I just want to read you this little quote from the TMZ article as well. Yes. Just give you a bit more of the, what the general vibe is. Professionally, Joe and Sophie have been very busy. Mostly Joe, though. <laughs> oh, uh, wait. He's gone on tour with his brothers recently and is scheduled to perform through winter. Sophie's done some TV and movie stuff in recent years, but isn't nearly as active as she was during her Game of Thrones days. Sorry. Hello. She gave birth to two children. I know. Wow. Okay, so I have Spo- a question. Spoiler alert. A massive discovery here. Misogyny exists. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That is insane. So what do celebrities owe us in terms of information about their relationship? And Diddly partic- squat. Yeah, I agree. I Diddly agree. squat. And what do we make of neither of their teams kind of responding when in media are reaching out for comments of things? like? <sighs> it's, it's tricky because if they are getting divorced, then there's lawyers involved, right? Yeah. Um, but if... I guess there's also no point in just, like, feeding stuff that they don't think is true. I know, like... Joe Jonas was seen with his wedding ring performing. At one of the recent shows, yeah. <laughs> I saw someone say it was his purity ring, which I thought was very funny. Throwback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Real ones, no. Um, but I guess they'll. it'll all come out in due time. Um, do, do we think the wedding ring at one of the recent shows was to kind of hopefully quiet the rumours a little bit? Maybe, but then I also think, I'm like, if we've seen him without his wedding ring, he'd be like going to the shops. I'm just like, what if he just didn't even think about it? And it was yeah. just like, oh, like, I don't want to lose it. And then put it on because I was like, oh, yeah. But then that's me being naive because celebrities are hyper aware of their public image. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. All I'm saying is I hope, I hope that they're happy and I hope that the kids still get to have both their parents in their lives. I hope it's an amicable split, but, I mean, like, we'll see. And on that note, thank you so much to you, Star, for joining me once again. My pleasure, doll, and thank you for listening. Not you, the people listening at home. (laughs) (laughs) I just realised we actually need a name for our listeners. Yeah, I know, but, like, 
Is that a thing? Do people have that? Yeah. Well, do you have any ideas? Rush, rushies, rushes. Rushies. Rush, rush daddies. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a type of chip. Look, anyways, let's spend some time over the next week thinking we'll about brainstorm. some names. We'll have to brainstorm. While you're at it, make sure you subscribe to the show. Please. Leave us a five-star review because we deserve it. Thank we? you. And <laughs> if it's a one-star review, make the review funny and give us a laugh. <laughs> it's all we can do. All right. Bye. Bye. And if you're still hungry for more, come back here every Friday morning, wherever you get your podcast, for another round of Pop Culture Chaos. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Jackson Langford on Instagram and at Jackson.Langford on TikTok. And I'm at StarMCG on Instagram and just star with a double R on TikTok. And most importantly, be sure to follow Pop Sugar Australia at PopSugarAU on all socials to keep the rush going.